Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Um, I just got done watching this weird-ass fucking movie called Nightmare Weekend. And uh, of course, I shouldn't be surprised because this movie is really shitty, and it's from the Triple ta- Taxi Triple Terror. You remember those trauma releases, some of these old crappy movies and three packs. And um, Nightmare Weekend, I thought it would be a little bit fun after seeing some preview clips on where YouTube, but yeah, this shit is shitty. Man, it's like the movie's so damn dark, and like the ending, fuck it, I'm gonna spoil the ending because the ending make no kind of fucking sense. I mean, I know there has to be a dead body in it, but if anybody knows that like, you have a better print of this movie, where where full of s- screen of the ending, let me know. Comment on this video blog. Let me know what it is because I, I didn't understand the fucking ending. Somebody died in the fucking ending. I don't know who, but um, pretty much it's about the scientist who's experimenting with like personalities and shit. And um, but he has an assistant who's an evil bitch who wants to use his experiment for her own use. And sell it, you know. And um, it's like she controls the evil assist, the scientist assistant, the bitch I'm calling her. Make people into deranged people like zombies, make them angry, or they use the silver ball to kill people, you know. Yeah, silver ball, but it ain't no fantasium. I tell you that right now. Um, you got a scientist's daughter who's in love with a guy, you know. And um, there's a lot of sex in this movie, man. A lot of, a lot of nudity. Um, they're, they're all your death scenes also, a few, a very few death scenes. But um, the special effects are like crappy special effects that you grew up back in the old school days. But of course, you know me, I like that stuff anyway. But um, still, man, this movie is just not really all that. It's just shitty. I say rent it anyway, so not maybe weekend. Today I'll be talking about the movie Necromancer from 1988. You know, I wanted to do an IMDb search on the movie just because I was just curious about the director Dusty Nelson. Because I find it like a, it's like a cool name, you know, Dusty Nelson. And it's funny, I think I reviewed one of his movies, White Phantom, which was a ninja movie. Bad B Ninja movie. I think I liked it for some reason. So you can check one of my reviews of it in the past. But with the last guy that used to own this channel when he... Retired and he hired me to take over, but um, yeah, it's White Phantom. I know his reviews, his review of this is on just channel page somewhere around. And um, also, the actress, she was a cutie pie, so I did some checking up on her. And I did review a movie with her in it, another movie that she was in called Thunder Run, which was a movie that um, I actually liked it. So I said, check that out too. But besides that, man, um, Necromancer, um, definitely a bad movie, but it's a bad movie that you can like it in its own way, like, like if you're one of those 
80s fan of horror of bad campy horror movies from the late 80s like like an 88 era I would say and you I definitely just went straight to the a video cassette without a doubt I mean come on um it's about this young young college girl you know very gorgeous you know but you know she has a little history on her own but you know it's like she's trying to live her life you know trying to move on you know um then she's working late in a college and these three guys Three students of the school decide to sneak into the college late night, I guess, to steal a test, I guess. And they saw some college pictures of that lady that she has a history with sleeping with a professor in the past. And, you know, when the lady decided to get off get off, get off from work to pick up a man, uh, she stumbled upon one of the guys that tried to sneak into the school late night. And then the three guys start harassing her. And then one of the guys decided to step a little bit far by molesting her. And... You know, it, it, later on in the movie, um, she just decided to deal with it. She didn't want to the cops. She never told her boyfriend, but she told her female friend about it. And, you know, she wanted to deal with it, you know, because she didn't want to get the professor in trouble. She was scared that she might lose a scholarship, I think, if I'm corrected. And then her female friend decided to take her to the psychic lady, this witch, like a witch doctor lady that could help her to get her revenge. And the witch doc, the witch doctor would say the female witch, witch. That's what she is, a female witch. Tell tell the lady to step into the circle. Say yes three times. Some mumbo jumbo with special effects like smoke, and things are moving on its own. And the female friend of the lady said, "Let's get out of here," and they ran out. As the movie progressed, um, you find to fast forward, you find out later that. The, there's a demon that's killing uh, killing these guys that the woman want, want revenge on, and the demon will not stop killing. As the woman realizes in her dreams that something's not right, people are disappearing. She she realized that you know what she she wanted to stop you know, and then she met this guy that he could probably help her out. And the guy is weird, man. You can just tell he's a freak freak on his own too, but. Let's just say he has to go, you know. Uh, the witch, the witch dealt with him, dealt with him in her own way. I would say. Um, anyway, when when the woman found out that there's a woman that looked like her, going around killing the people that that she wanted revenge on, and she found out there was a demon that was doing the killing, um, she got scared. She wants to put a stop to it, and then she realized the demon's gonna go after her man. And, you know, it's pretty much she has to put a stop to it somewhere or some form, you know. And she really wanted it to stop. Um, this this movie's not great or nothing. The kill scenes in this movie, you really don't see the kill scenes, you know. Um, the the bad B-movie effects of the demon, I kind of enjoyed it for what it was, you know. I mean, it was silly, though. But um, all in all, um, I, I enjoy it as a time waster, you know. You know, it's not the best. Um, that's for you guys. If you want to know this nudity in this movie, yeah, the, the lead actress do get nude. You know, she's she got a cute body though. You know, I gotta be honest with you. But I say, yeah, check this movie out, man. If you're '80s, late '80s, straight to DVD cap movie kind of guy, yeah, I said check it out. And I'll be reviewing a movie called Navajo Joe. To me, this is like an underrated spaghetti western, and it's pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it very well. Um, simple as that. This movie stars like very young Burt Reynolds, and it's a spaghetti western from 1966. And mostly for today's audience, this movie is really popular for its movie score. 
because it was a movie school that was using Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Um, it's, it, when you see the, the clip before this movie, you'll understand. You'll hear it and you'll get familiar with it. But besides the movie, music school, which is really good from Anno Manicorn, <laughs> this is what it says, awesome. And um, the, like I said, the movie's good. And it's Bob Bud Reynolds as a native Indian, who's out for revenge against the slaughter of his village, and his mother and his wife against the evil um, of local cowboys and renegades, stomping Indians, and, and then uh, he's chased a new plan when the enemies start going for money in the train, and as Bud Reynolds turn it around on them, and it turns out to a big gun, gun shootout scene, a lot of fighting scenes, you have blood in the movie also, but a lot of shooting, just like your average gay busted, the tail of the it's a good movie, and I, I just reviewed a crazy ass movie that I've been checking out for a while lately, and I finally got my hands on it, and it's called Motorcycle. A lot of websites always badmouth this movie, but uh, I admit it, it is a bad, bad movie. But again, it's one of those bad, bad, stupid movies that you gotta like for some reason, you know. And there's always a stupid movie you explore that you'll find that you're gonna like anyway. And Motorcycle wasn't bad, I actually enjoyed it. It's about this alien parasite that, like in a way, like a meteor, that possesses a cyclist and his motorcycle. So he became motorcycle. So he goes around killing people. It's not like a lot of kills, like as, as you would think it is, you know, by the name motorcycle. You know that old saying: you can never judge a towel by its cover. Well, in this case, you could. But I actually, like I said before, I actually liked this movie. It wasn't bad, you know. I was surprised to have the full full moon logo, you know. I'm like, that's weird, man. Full moon videos. I mean, back in the days, full moon did a lot of good movies. Now. That movie is just pretty like stupid, dumb, or just campy. You know, half of them you could like for what it is. The rest you're just like, ah, this is crap. You know. But um, motorcycle, check it out. You know, it has has twists and turns with the government thing. You know, the government conspiracy, aliens, every fifty one type of thing. You know, and um, you have action scenes. You know, um, it's not gory, but you have death scenes in it. You know. It's an enjoyable, enjoyable, I guess, science fiction action horror, I guess. But I said mostly science fiction. And you see the ending part of the movie when the motorcycle, motorcycle guy end up talking, you know, which is kind of funny, you know. But, um, and like how the government, you know, like the soldiers have his own team, but you have traitors in the team also that want the um, media right for itself while the motorcycle is on a mission to get it back, you know. So, you know, you got your good and evil and your cover-ups, you know, simple military type of thing, protecting alien artifacts from, for themselves, you know, and the motor motorcycle scene is very funny and stupid, just to see it ride around, it just makes you laugh. I'll tell you one thing, if you want to see a movie that can make up for that, just see the movie Wrath, which I think with Charlie Sheen, which is a really good movie, so if you want to see a good alien Possessing a vehicle movie, get the rap. As for motorcycle, motorcycle, excuse me, not motorcycle, motorcycle, rent it first. If you want to own it as part of your bad collection series in your home or in your style of movie collected, definitely get it because it is a bad movie for your bad movie collected. Motorcycle, check it out. Are we doing a double feature? Mirror Mirror 1 and Mirror Mirror 2 Raven's Dance. 
But um, I was watching this video right away, but me and my friends just saw a horror movie, a Japanese horror movie called Grotesque. Yo, let me fucking tell you something, man. If anybody like Japanese horror movies, especially the torture Japanese movies, this movie takes it to the cake. And I mean, I, I don't have the clip with me now because honestly, I can only see that movie one time, man. It was too much for me. Even I cannot handle it. And the torture scenes, I mean, when I say Modervis was the movie that, that would be like a realistic version of Hellraiser, guess what, everyone? I made a major mistake. This movie is the realistic version of Hellraiser, grotesque. I mean, if you want to, check it out. But let me just say it's the Japanese version with the English subtitle. So if you can handle a subtitle from grotesque, go ahead. More likely next year might be a dub version. Most likely it'll be something like Dimension X might own the copyrights to it. Or Lion Gate. We'll see what happens next year. But grotesque. Japanese torture. Fucking crazy. Anyway, um, and let me just say 73 minutes is the uncut uncut footage of it. And um, I just noticed Miss Pooh actually showed he he actually had the movie grotesque also, so check his video blog out too. Anyway, um let me just say, okay, let me just start with this review. Um, this movie's called Mirror Mirror One, right? And it's about a girl who's got this mirror in her room, and it's like a demonic mirror. They give you your wishes and your desires, and this woman wishes to be popular in school, and she kills anyone who gets in her way because of the demons controlling her, you know. But she didn't know it until the final minute. Um, I like the story. It's just a simple story. There are some death scenes in the movie, but the movie's all right. And the next one I'm talking about is Never Never 2. There were two Raven's Dance, and what this movie is about is about a girl with the rock band in a church. They've discovered the same mirror that she's seen in part one, and um, the mirror ended up taking control of her now and give her what she desires. And of course, whoever gets in her way, people start dying off. Same concept, it's just kind of like part one, a little bit. But and the ending for them for one and two is the same also. It's like they have that little I'm a little spoiler, have that flashback ending. Let's leave it as that. Anyway, middle middle one and two is an enjoyable movie. It's not really all that, but it's enjoyable to check out.
1982 and this is the mid-1980s, early 80s. And um, let me just say, this movie is, to me, to me, in my opinion, even though it's one of those international release pictures, it's, to me, I enjoy it. It's good. It gives you kind of like that Toby Hooper, Texas Chainsaw creepy feeling. But it's no Texas Chainsaw anyway, but it tries a little bit too hard to be that. But I enjoy this movie, it's simple. There's a lot of crazy family, they worship the devil. And these these devil worshippers. See, I don't wanna ruin a little bit I don't wanna give you too much spoils on the movie because it kinda might take a little bit from it. But um I, I like it. A lot of people might not like it, but to me I do. So they cannot this girl trying to escape her dad who trying to like disrespect her, you know. So she escaped from the dad and have these two two guys and they go on this crossroad country trip like for most of the movie and then later they end up being stuck with this family of devil worshippers which they need like sacrifice three women for the Easter like the Easter Sunday midnight sacrifice like so um pretty much that's what the movie is it's about this one lady trying to survive the night you know still at the end you know, like I said, I'm on the room with it, but pretty much that's what the movie's about. It creates a family, devil worshippers, you have your kill scenes. Um, it's a it's a lot, it's bloody there, of course. A little bit of gore, but pretty much this is a simple Toby Hooper. It's not Toby Hooper, but it has like that Toby Hooper, Texas change of creepy kind of feel. But if you like that creepiness factor, Midnight's movie, movie should not, or buy. But it came from international pictures, you tell me if it's worth the time. I can think I'm glad I made an investment. It only cost me $5 for the DVD anyway, so I don't think I made a bad investment on that part. <laughs> so peace, bye, and I'm going to be reviewing some indie movies coming soon, so do something different around here. Peace. What's up, everyone? Today I'll be talking about the movie Mexico Barbaro. And I saw this on Netflix on streaming, which is great because. When I saw the trails for this, and then I know it's on streaming on Amazon if you pay for it, and I like my mindset. Um, I don't know about this one. You know, it looks too good to be true. You know, because you know trails can tell you a thousand stories, and these these hard trails they make it look pretty, but when you see the movie, it's a piece of shit. Mexico Barbaro. Let me see. I'm a fan of Mexican horror movies in general. Movies that are shot in Mexico, not in Spain. In Mexico, you know, and I do like Spain horror movies too. Don't get me wrong, I grew up with the Paul Natchez, Natchez work, uncut, unedited, so I know. And DVD movie buffer that owns this channel, but he viewed a slew of Paul Natchez work, so trust me, I know what he's talking about. But this is me reviewing it, Bronx Bluesa. But anyway, Mexico Barbaro, I feel like. I don't know. I, I I'm really m mostly off about this movie. I feel like it's, it's shitty. I don't feel like it's, I understand Mex I understand Mexican culture and stuff, and I I admit one thing I like about this movie is that how it, they shot this movie with it, with the cinematography. You know, like the the settings and stuff. Um, this anthology horror movie is not intertwined. It's definitely not intertwined with nothing. It's just separated movies by popular Mexican directors of horror, and they got stories like one guy's telling a story about. Um, just chop, like, like chopping heads and stuff of, of drug lords' children or something. And they have this twist ending for these eight stories. I didn't feel like it was all that. 
Um, I, I, I gotta admit, the, the one that's like step above, like there's one to go far and beyond. Saying story wise, I mean, I didn't feel like it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like bloody or super gory. I mean, it does have like bloody gory moments, you know, like the last one, Day of the Dead. It's kind of like a rip off of of the Still Dawn, but with um zombies. I would say let's put it like that. But it, it now nah, I won't say zombies. I, I I think they're like a bunch of strippers that want revenge. But it had a good twist to it, you know, with the old lady telling you what is the best. Um, whore, you know, pretty much. It's it's like I can't ruin that one, man. It's too good. Damn, I, I, it was enjoyable. It wasn't too good, but it was enjoyable though. But it's no Dust Till Dawn though. Um, there was a black and white one. Most of this movie is like I would probably say is maybe ten percent of acting in it. Like you could actually hear talking. Most of it is a silent. You know, it just goes by facial expressions or whatever. You know. Um. I think the second story was actually my favorite. Actually, was about this Mexican guy. He picked up this guy who's heavily injured, and it's not—it's mostly like a ghost story, like a ghostly tale, you know. And it it, it plays out well to me. Honestly, I did like that one. There was one with um the troll, and and the troll be taking things, you know, but then he kidnapped the woman who was staying in the camera with her man, and he takes uh, and he kind of takes something from her. And it, it it's pretty obvious what it is what he took from her, you know. But it's kind of like fucked up though the way they set it up. And I don't support stuff like that in the general when when women get kind of like um molested and shit. But I gotta be honest with you, man. <laughs> they did this shit pretty well, but the way they set the shit up. But um, but still, I mean, since towards that topic, I'm just gonna be a warning. The troll get kind of busy, if you know what I mean, with the with the woman he kidnaps. And let me just say to that young woman, too bad. You said kind of with the strawberry condo. But <laughs> I feel sorry for her, though. Um, there's one where um, a, a serial killer killing kids. Um, there's one about the cat, uh, Hunted Doll Island. If you remember in Mexico, there's an island with Hunted Dolls. There's a story on that. Um... Damn, for eight for eight segments, that's kind of t- kind of like I almost forget it. Oh, there was another one I really did like. I actually after the um, ghostly tale of corrected about this woman who took this guy dead body this dead guy's weed and she smokes it. A scene this ghostly figure saying that I want the blood out of your sister's vagina. If you fail in twelve hours, I'm smoking the soul out your ass. I be sucking the soul out your anus. Pretty much her ass. I kid you not, man. This is some real shit. And this segment, that's the segment I like because it's like, when it leads up to the end of that segment, it'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You know? I'm like, shit, what the fuck am I looking at? What the, what the hell? It, it's fucking fucked up. But you, you'll get it. You have to see that one like maybe two or three times to get it. Um, the zombie one was actually that last se- not Not really zombies, but that just a dawn ripoff was the last segment with the strippers. The Day of the Dead makeup that you see in the front cover of the Mexico Barrio poster in the U.S. Um, what else? What else am I forgetting? You know what? That's all I can remember. But if I forget about anything, that means those seconds were fucking boring. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Oh, not so great. Mexico Barrio to me doesn't have replay value because once you see it, see you already know what's gonna happen. I mean, I can tell you a lot of thoughts you have, which you can watch over and over again. But this is one of them. I don't feel like it has replay value. I feel like it has. 
a few good segments that I did enjoy, like I mentioned. But um, besides it as a whole, um, definitely watch it for free. But luckily, if you have Netflix, hey, you pay nine ninety nine for a slew of one, more than one movie, so it's not pretty much you're watching this shit for free anyway. So I say check it out on Netflix. Just check it out now before Netflix takes it away. If they did, trust me, you ain't missing nothing. Anyway, as DVD Movie Buffer would say, Peace, guys. See you later. And I need to get drunk myself. I am the fucking Bronx Boozer. I'll be talking about this awesome fucking movie, man. If you went to Bangles with Guns, the meaning of femme fatale. This is the fucking movie right here. It's called Man Killers. It's a bunch of chicks going after a crime, like a crime boss. You know, it's stopping his ass. This girl used to be with this guy, right? They work for the agency where one guy from the agency betrayed her and then presumed supposed to be dead, but she was alive anyway. The agency comes back to her to hire her to stop her former lover who's like dealing with cocaine and, and I guess trafficking, trafficking of women also. Um, honestly, this movie does not contain no TNA for this movie in this format, which is not bad. Just to let you guys know who's into that stuff. But there's a lot of guns, a lot of ass kicking. And you know what I like about this movie? Blood shots. You know when you shoot, you know those Hollywood movies when you shoot the bullets and the blood shots pop up? They have that. I love blood shot scenes. They're like, just like in that style, I just love it. It's just fucking awesome. Anyway, um, McKen, who's the femme fatale hero, hires 10 girls. Pretty much it's actually 12 girls, plus a, plus a guy who's plus the lady who's training the girls, excuse me. So they go out, once they were done, they had to send them early to fight, to fight the, to fight the criminals, you know, to stop them. And, and McKenna, she had to stop a former lover. All in all, this movie is really fucking good, action good. I would, like I said, I could see this movie, I don't know if I said it before, a, fem a female version of Commando. And I'm surprised this movie doesn't have a DVD release. I wish it does, man, because this movie deserves to be on DVD. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's hope this movie gets a DVD release with special features, you know what I'm saying? And all in all, check, check Man Killers out. Reviewing a movie that I wasn't sure I was gonna do it, but you know what? I'm a risk taker, so what the fuck? And I do anything to when I review movies, so I'm not sure with this taboo. I'm gonna be reviewing a slavery movie, and if you're offended by slavery movies, please turn off this blog because I know you saw the clip before this review, and I don't even know insensitive viewers out there, you know what I'm saying? That cannot handle this shit. I'm reviewing a movie called Mandingo, and it's a slavery movie, and there been a lot of slave exploitation movies out there, especially when it comes to Italian cinema, which has to do with a lot of sex, of black and white, you know, jungle, jungle fever, you got, you know, whatever, <laughs> anyway, um, it's a slave movie, Mandingo, and, well, I only saw the movie twice, but I do own, let me, let me show you proof, I own this, widescreen version of the DVD and um, the original version they say this is supposed to be the uncut version and I also
song, the so-called sequel, Drum. Sorry about that, you know. Anyway, Mandingo's about a black slave, and what I know of the movie is that, you know, it's a slavery movie. And then the prize owner, and have the black guy fight, you know, for money. And then, but later on, the black guy ended up having an affair with the guy's wife, you know? Well, not the guy, actually the wife was a slut. The wife wanted to have an affair with the black guy. So then, when the woman ended up having a black baby, they said we to find out who it was, and he boiled the man, the black man, in, in water, in boiling water. I was like, holy shit. The first time I heard of the name Mandingo was from the Howard Stern show. And how it's done, we talked about the movie Bandingo about black men boiling water in the slave movie. And I was like, what the fuck, are you serious? So I was like, in my mind, like, let me make this movie, I can't manage it. I ended up buying it. So I was lucky enough to get two kind of copies of it, of the DVD. And of course, Drum, which was supposed to be the sequel to the movie, but it's totally two different stories. But it's a good movie, both Mandingo and Drum. And like I said, it's a slave movie, simple as that, you know. And you can rent other slave movies from, but most of them came from Italian, Italy, you know, because Italy, Italian movies always with exploitation and all kinds of genre, like End of the World, post-apocalyptic movies, warrior fantasy movies, you know, you know Italian movies are. But like I said, we sensitive about this movie, this ton away, especially on my blog, I don't need comments, oh, go ahead, comment, I don't care. He said, oh, how can you review this movie? It's a slave movie. You know, I know one guy reviewed it. And he got a lot of hate for it, so now I'm gonna review this movie and what. So that's me movie buff for another movie review. I promise you to review some Bollywood movies coming up, but I won't have the time for it at this time. But trust me, this week or next week I should be able to review some Bollywood collections, movies I got. And I don't want to say what it is, cause you know, come on, I don't want competition either. They might have them. They might review it before me, but we'll see what happens. And um. Pretty much that's it right now. I hope you enjoy my other three blogs. I just put up, upload on YouTube and my other big blogging websites. Peace, bye. See you later, alligator. Today I'll be talking about the movie Man Thin from 2005. I remember seeing this on Sci Fi Channel and it was a shitty movie. Now, I know I have a friend that does like this movie, but I decided to give this movie a second viewing since I saw it on Hulu. And, um, shit, even watching the, the rated R version of this fucking movie, shit, it still makes me want to go to sleep. Um, we all know about the comic book, man, that I, I don't know if anybody grew up around the comic book. I did grow up around the comic book, um, but I, I wasn't, like, a major fan of the character, though. So, I don't know, I don't know if the movie version of this is faithful to the comic book version. I mean, I doubt it, the way it was, I mean... <laughs> It just looks too shitty, man. Cause it, when I read, read the comic book growing up, it looked to me. I read about this character was excited though. You know, I was like, okay, this is a cool comic book. But I believe this comic book character was created by Marvel to be like more like a B movie monster type of ca character, like part of that monster lineup. You know, like how how have monster comic books. That's what I would think it would be. You know, and I I gotta lie. I admit there, there's some key points in this movie which. Like okay, like it does feel like a like a monster movie from the fifties, you know, the way it plays out, and uh, I do like the lighting effects like of this movie, like the dark green or the dark light green color effects. I mean, I, I mean, I like that. I got to lie, that that shit did work out, you know, for this movie. 
But it's just something about this movie just makes me want to like sleep, man. It's like so fucking boring to me. And you know, you know, you got Manthan killing the people, you know. And, but the man is the reason why Manthan's killing these people, you know. And the movie is pretty much you have your halo. Let, let's get to the point. The movie you have your halo. He's like the new sheriff of this town, and when he became sheriff. Um, he found out about these missing people. Uh, he met up with this woman who has to be a school teacher, you know, and they end up like teaming up, trying to do an investigation or find out what's going on in the swamp, what's going on around this town, with this, or about people missing. You have a cast of cats like hillbillies and corruption, like a, like a like a corrupted um, corporate man, you know, running like this um, power plant type of thing, and kind of kind of like affects the swamp. So that's pretty obvious what the story is about already, you know. You guys can figure it out. And the reason why Manton is killing people and doing what he's doing, you know. To, and, but the show have to um, stop this creature, you know. And stop what's going on. But, um, um, but to be honest, I mean, they, they are CGI, CGI effects. They are like normal, like kill scene effects I would say of, of the dead bodies how it's set up but still this, this movie to me I mean I mean to me it's like this okay if you like a, like a monster movie they kind of like slow paced but it will have its moments here and there you might like it but to me I don't know man it's just so fucking boring this fucking movie and it's the second time I'm giving it a chance but like I said the key points I like about this movie is like pretty much the lighting of the movie to me, I feel like it works, you know, the way they set it up, the lighted. But besides this, I mean, it's, the movie's weak in my opinion. So, anyway, check it out if you want to trial error, you know, my opinion.